Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. The age-old question, when is the best time to buy real estate? And my answer last year, 10 years ago, and probably 10 years from now is going to be the same. Yesterday was the best day to buy real estate Mm -hmm. and will always be the best day to buy real estate. And we're going to kind of jump into that while it's a kind of a a quirky statement, but uh, uh, we're going to jump into that because I've had a lot of agents that come to me and they're in various different situations, a little nuanced, but uh, keep getting asked the question, okay, how do I, uh, or what conversations do I have with my active buyer clients or potential buyer clients um, and potential buyer clients that may or may not have a house to sell, why now is the best time to make that move? And we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit because it's a, you know, we get caught up in what's going on in um, the national media and the the talking heads that tell you why it's never a good time to do anything ever um, and uh, uh, need some tools for your toolbox as to how to have those conversations with your clients, potential clients to get them uh um, get them off the fence. Yeah. So why don't we uh, why don't we start with the reason why some of these consumers may feel that way? So uh, first, right off the bat, you know we're talking about you know let's talk about buyers for a second. And with interest rates higher now than they were you know one year uh, eighteen months ago, why would I buy now? Why would I buy now? And knowing that you know the rates may come down. Um, you know, you've got uh, an inventory issue right now. You know, um, if I can't buy something right now, why would I sell my house right now? Because then I may be caught and then I'm having to rent something for a while. Right. Um, let's just be honest. Timing real estate markets is almost impossible for the experts. For the average consumer, it's not going to happen because there's too many things that have to fall in place to, in order for you to be able to put everything together to be able to purchase or to be able to sell because it's such a, a complex situation. Um, and so it really boils down to those life, uh, you know, life scenarios. Why are we buying? Why are we selling? Usually it's to solve a problem or to make lifestyle better and, uh, you know, for you, your family, or a change in lifestyles. And so the, the question we always need to go back to our clients and to folks that we're having conversation with is the why. Why are you coming and why are we even having this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like um, if somebody's, you know, somebody's had, had, had more kids, right, and they've outgrown their three-bedroom, two-bath house, and they really need to go to a four, are you really going to worry that much about – um, a six and a half percent interest rate when you could have gotten it for four and a half, you know, let's say a year ago. I mean, at the end of the day, you're really talking about um, uh, minuscule dollars. I mean, I know at the end of the day, you could extrapolate it and make it bigger, but you're really talking about minuscule dollars when it comes down to, I need an extra room for my kids to be in. Right. Yeah. And, and let's just be honest. Um, Looking backwards is never a good way to make decisions. Um, you have to look at what you have um, uh, in play in front of you. And today, I have a, an extra kid that I didn't have a year ago. Okay, well, I need the room today and tomorrow for this extra kid. Um, and so looking back and saying, I could have got a 
3.5% interest rates two and a half years ago should not be part of the equation of whether you buy the next house or move to the house that's going to be more suitable for you and your family. It's about lifestyle. And and I say that, and, and that's a really kind of a, a no-brainer thing, but it's important for us to bring that back to the conversation when we're talking with our clients because they want to get into the nitty-gritty of, uh, of the pennies and, and how much this is going to cost today versus what it cost before. And it's really important for us as professionals to bring it back to the table of what they need in solving their problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, let's talk about another one here for a second. Let's say, um, let's say you're, you're uh, my buyer's agent and I come to you and I say, hey, Mark, um, I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to go out and, and buy a new house. And my thought is I'm going to be able to buy this house for what it cost let's call it a year ago. Everybody knows we've had inflation, but until you actually get out there and see it, you really can't digest what the actual inflation has looked like. So how do we handle that buyer that comes and says, hey, um, I want to go buy this. They go out and find out that it's, it's a little bit more than they can afford now. It's a difficult conversation. I mean, how do you go? How do you rationalize that it's that it cost you? Um, you know, it, it did for a short period of time. You know, five dollars, six dollars for twelve eggs. I mean, it it just. I mean, it's the the nature and what we live live in. Um, but the conversation you, you have is okay. We first talk to your lender, and this is what you've been pre-approved for. This is what a payment looks like for your pre-approval number. Are you comfortable with that mortgage payment? And a lot of times they're not comfortable with the mortgage payment in which they are approved. So we have to back into what they're comfortable with. And then we go look at houses that are in those in, in that range. Um, and it's, it's a matter of, of setting expectations, um, looking at seeing what's out there, and then determining um, if the value of what they're able to buy is is congruent with what they're able to afford. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have to get over the, the, the sticker price shock. People have to go through this process. Um, you know, I don't, it's a, I thought I was getting X. It's really going to cost Y, which is significantly more. Okay, well, let's go through that. And it takes time. You just have to walk through it and and get comfortable with with being able to afford more house. And it that price isn't coming back down. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it, it's it's not a direct answer. Really, it's a conversation and it's a process. It's a process of experiencing what they can afford experiencing what they thought they wanted and what they thought they wanted to pay for and then being able to find a happy medium. Yeah. And, and I want to hit on one, one thing that you mentioned that, you know, we're going to have some tick ups and tick downs in the market short term, but from a long term perspective, we are always going to be going up in value in real estate. It just, it, it is what it is. Um, I know it's hard for people to say that after they went through 2008, but historically, you're you're going to be going up in value in real estate. So if you're not already in the market, if you don't already have a home, if you're not already owning a home, then you may miss out on that growth piece. Real estate is the number one wealth building tool for the average American, mm-hmm. period. There is not a better tool 
that the average American can build long-term generational wealth than real estate. If you're not in the game and you do not own real estate, you are not participating in the number one wealth building tool made available to most Americans. That is, to me, is the biggest and most important reason why yesterday was the best day to buy real estate, because I'm in it. I'm now participating in my family's uh, future and wealth building, because everybody needs housing. And if you're going to rent a house, you've got to pay expenses that go along with that, whether it be rent, whatever expenses go along with that. If you own a piece of real estate and you're making these same uh, expense payments, which right now in the world we live in, rents are higher for the same house than the rent payments. Or rents are higher right now than mortgage payments for the exact same house. Um, and so therefore, you reduce your expense, which gives you the ability to spend more on other things. Yes, with homeownership comes other expenses that don't come along with renting. But during this process, you have this asset that is going up in value and will continue to go up in value. And how much you owe on it decreases every month that you make a mortgage payment. That is building wealth. And that is building wealth in the normal course of day-to-day activities of living. And most Americans have a hard time setting aside money, saving money, putting it in investments, uh, and not going back to that pond or that pool of money and using it for things that they like. Real estate prevents that. Real estate allows wealth building. Yeah, and, I, and um, so I've had multiple conversations with people about this, and it hurts. It hurts to even uh, bring up this scenario or this story. But I, I was talking with this person, you know, early on who uh, they had sold their house, you know, a um, year and a half ago, you know, market was shooting up then too. Um, but they decided we're going to hold off because I know these prices are going up way too fast and I know it's going to come back down. So they held off. They held off for about 18 months. Now they're out looking for a home and it is absolute. Not only have they kept going up and, and probably went up a little bit quicker than they thought. Now they've got the interest rate issue to deal with and they are stuck. So it was almost like they got out of the wealth building process and now they're having a hard time getting back in. No doubt. And here's the thing. There Are there pockets of, of the real estate market in our country that um, are more volatile? No question. There are volatile markets that will go up and will come down. Um, and for instance, you know, some of your destination places, uh, California, and even California is a big geographic area. You know, call it San Francisco, call it uh, um, San Diego, um, Arizona, Phoenix area, um, you know, high destination place where people will go, you know, move in and move out uh, are a little bit more volatile. Our particular market, the triad area of North Carolina, central part of North Carolina, and I'll include Raleigh, I'll include Charlotte, I'll include Greensboro, High Point, Winston-Salem, all in this, this area, it's a little more stable because it's industry driven, it's job driven. Um, during the uh, the past almost call it 10, 12 months of adjusting or shifting in the interest rates, these 
our central part of the uh, North Carolina has still increased in value during a time when interest rates shot through the roof, leveled off, jumped around. The values of homes and the values of real estate have still increased, maybe at a lower rate than what they were previously, but they're still going up. And that is a direct response to new jobs, new industry coming into our area. If you wait, if you have waited and you're waiting for values to go down, you're never going to get in. Values are not going to go down. It's much more stable here. And so get into the market when you can, how you can, and be able to participate in this wealth building uh, vehicle that is real estate. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, you have to be in it. You have to be in it to experience it. You have to be in it to to get the gains out of it. And, and you know, so many people are kind of... Um, uh, reaping that at this point, you know, they're, they're, they're seeing what their values are now on their personal homes, on their investment homes, you know, and, and these values have just been, uh, been, been going up. No doubt. And here's the thing as real estate agents, it's important for you to talk about this, say these things in your dialogues because you need to be passionate about this because I'm not just telling you things to, to overcome objections. These are truths. These are facts in our market. And if you don't believe them and you can't articulate these, your clients aren't going to believe you or they're going to see through you. So it's important to have these conversations um, with as many people as you can because, again, you can either wait and buy real estate or buy real estate and wait. I know which uh, uh, side of the fence I want to be on and that I'm on, and that is buying real estate and waiting because that is the, as said a many million times, it is the number one biggest wealth-building tool for average Americans, and you got to be in the game to be able to experience it. Yep, and uh, that's just a great place to uh to end there for the day, I mean, we need to, everybody needs to know that this is, this is how you build generational wealth. Well, we'd like to hear more stories, kind of what y'all are dealing with out there. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, shoot, us some, uh, shoot us some questions over, shoot us over some, some stories that, that you're dealing with, with with some of these issues, some of the um, um, objections you're getting from some of your clients. But also another thing, I'm hearing from a lot of people, hey, I love what you guys are saying out there, Mark and Brian. I love I love what you guys are, are doing on your podcast. We'd love for you to uh, like and share uh, these podcasts uh, whenever you can so other people can see it. Awesome. Guys, it's been a, a, another great episode, um, one that we're very passionate about. Get out there, buy more real estate, and convince your clients that it's time for them to do it too. Have a great one. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards.